Well, hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. So it is election night, I guess like into the next day from the election. And I'm utterly astounded because my state, the state of Arizona, flipped and turned blue. <laughs> I mean, I, I was just in utter disbelief. I want to say disbelief. I could not have predicted that. Like, in my wildest dreams, that this state would have turned blue. And I'm, and I'm not entirely sure what it means for my community or <laughs> for my my family. <laughs> I'm laughing because um, outside of my mother, everyone else in my immediate family um, voted Trump. They say, you know, and, 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 I, and I wanted to talk about that somehow. And, I, and they say it's solely on the issue of abortion. It's like to save the babies. Well, and then, of course, it's also, you know, to get rid of gay marriage. I'm sure. Because they don't believe in gay marriage and they don't believe in abortion. Although, like, does the Bible talk about abortion? Like, specifically about abortion? I mean, I know the Bible talks, you know, about, uh, you know fathers throwing their their girls out is some type of like sacrifice you know went up against a wall here take this throwing their girls out to be done whatever with um I know that there were times where God said to kill all the babies uh in the Bible I'm sorry, I know I'm being very sacrilegious, but but I'm I'm just saying, does the Bible specifically address abortion? That that is something that I am going to have to investigate. I mean, you would assume, but kind of not. I mean, kind of not that that um that abortion is like a bad thing you would assume that that god would think abortion was a bad thing but i'm i'm given the things that god does in the bible if it's taken quite literally um I don't know. And I guess you say, we'll leave that up to God. Like, do we always? Do we always leave that up to God? And like, and if you don't leave it up to God and like you commit, like if you complete a suicide, say, you know, it's like the, the Catholic church. I'm not sure if they've changed their stance on this, but like Christians believe you go to hell. So like if you if you decide to take your own life you're going to go to hell. 
Um, and so it's always, 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 always bad to add to someone's demise to kill someone. Um, according to some Christian traditions, uh, <laughs> this is kind of a detour from, from what I wanted to talk about, but I just think it's just so interesting. Like if you think about it, because like, like if it's, and it's like getting into the actual, like, like what is actually being proposed with, with these ideas that it is always, always, always in every, every, every case bad to end a life. And it's clearly not. It's clearly, clearly, clearly not always bad to end a life. And in fact, sometimes it is bad to prolong You know, if somebody's on machines, I mean, there have been, every once in a while, somebody will come out out of a coma, you know, they've been in for 17 years. So I'm not saying that it's impossible. It's just highly improbable. And I just don't know, like, somebody's quality of life. You know, I just, um, you know, I guess it would just kind of depend be a case by case basis. I mean, if the person was like, like, meant to live, maybe if you took off the machines, they would live. So, um, but what I really wanted to talk about. <laughs> so yesterday, in an effort to just sort of soothe myself, you know, it's about 230 in the morning, and I just keep waking up and wondering if it's been called but this last time that I actually um that I actually uh woke up I saw that Arizona has gone blue and I'm just astounded I had um we had driven down to Phoenix for my son's soccer game over the weekend and Honestly, folks, I've never seen anything like it. I've never in my life seen anything like it. I mean, there were people who were standing off overpasses with Trump flags. There were people, you know, I've been like kind of complaining about this, like on my podcast. There there have been people who have been standing on the side of roads in the town I live in with Trump flags. There have been like caravans of Trump flags around my community. Um, Maricopa County, which is basically Phoenix. It may be, it's more than Phoenix, but Maricopa County was the highest voting Trump county in the entire nation in 2016. There are a lot of people, you know, and it's just astounding to me. And so I've been talking about this for a while, what the flag actually 
means, you know, and, and yesterday on my TikTok, because I was soothing myself with watching all kinds of other things besides, I thought about watching Pride and Prejudice for the 15th time. <laughs> but I decided, you know, so I'm watching all these TikToks and there was this uh, lady who was saying the same thing that I have been. This lady who has been saying the same thing I have been, that the flag has has become like like this this symbol of of you know and I have to add this girl that was talking about this is black she had and she's absolutely stunning okay she's beautiful young and has you know darker skin beautiful skin I mean absolutely gorgeous well-kept young person and um she's like she's just talking about how it's almost become a weapon and she was talking about how upset that she was that they have taken the flag away from us it's like they they have stolen the flag from us and it has become synonymous with trumpism just seeing the flag conjures up all of these thoughts in us of and I'm sorry I'm just going to say it from my own point of view utter chauvinism of patriarchy and a part of patriarchy that is not is not friendly <laughs> and so and so and I, I'm with her. It's like for the last four years, you know, and I've done podcasts on this. I have done podcasts. I mean, actually YouTube's on this like a couple years ago. Because they started to like use the American flag in like costumes. Like, like making like a bathing suit out of it. And then you know, making, swooping them under to look like angel wings, you know, the stars and stripes of our, the American flag. You know, and then I've been talking about how I'm, I'm looking over and there is this American flag with Donald Trump's face on it. And basically what you're saying is, is you agree you agree that men are more important than women. That women have a place in society, just like Lindsey Graham said. You have a place, women, if you act right. You have a place if you act right and you go with the tenets of your churches. You have a place in America. Well, I was just, I was just thinking about, uh, I had listened to this, um, I mean, I'm going to try, so I, so I listened to something and it was this minister and he was talking about Rosa Parks and Rosa Parks being a woman. I don't think Lindsey Graham would say that this, that woman was part of this America. 
because she protested. Although that minister was saying that she was amazing. That that the power of one, he was talking about the power of one to stand up. He was using Rosa Parks as an example. And I'm guessing that Lindsey Graham would not be that great because she did not take her place in America. She was just, you know, doing what she thought was right in a moment. And so... <laughs> These are weird times, my friends. Weird, weird times. And then that, and so, anyway, so the American flag being synonymous with Trumpism, which is, which is an actual, actually there is this sense of white supremacy. You know, I had this other, and I'm sorry, I, I'm talking about TikTok again, but I had this other gentleman who had done like 15, um, he started to, he decided that he was going to like figure out what, why Black Lives Matter, you know, because he's a white guy. So some of us white people, I mean, you just have to kind of admit at some point that you have no idea what you're talking about. And so he read this book, The New Jim Crow. So he read this book and he, and he did these, these blurbs. Like he did like 15, 18 of these blurbs, these one minute blurbs on the book. And then he could understand why until black lives matter, everybody's lives matter. And, and, and this, and this like racism, like, and it's so rampant that people don't even realize that they're racist. And they say these like little snide remarks, but it's actually sort of a, a snide on even their own. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about somebody in my life who posts things that I just find so offensive. Somebody in my life posts things on Facebook and I'm just, they are so offensive. And I'm sure that my material is offensive to them as well. I'm just going to say that because I have been consistently, consistently um, putting out these snippets on America with Trump in the presidency. I've been putting in these snippets all over the place with with the way people are behaving so brazenly um so it's sort of like trump trump gave this invitation for people to come out of the closet as who they really are i'm really the kind of person that cannot control my impulses to just punch you in the face if I don't agree with you. It's like, it's like, and, and, and then the treatment of women. 
and I'm imagining these young white boys in pickup trucks, you know, I'm saying to my son, you know, I will never date a guy who has a pickup truck ever. I will never date that kind of guy ever. I will never. <laughs> I'm thinking back on this guy that I that I did go out on a date with and he picked me up in a I mean, it wasn't like, you know, a Ford pickup, but it was it was, you know, your modern version of a pickup and he had he had claimed to be a liberal. <clears throat> But he had built this house and he and he was the most self-indulgent person I've ever encountered in my life. Not even that I, I think is necessarily bad. It's just, it's like people who seek to be loved. And in every situation, everything was whatever was good for him. Which I guess is okay, but I knew this person was not a loving individual. And I really kind of want somebody who I might actually date and spend time with to care about my well-being. Or I don't see any point in it. But anyway, so, so, so my son and I are driving down and then there are these almost on every street corner in like in Phoenix, like in, um, I'm going to say like Peoria area, almost on every street corner, there are these, these signs on the street corners that are, that are like in metal and they are like standing and they are big signs they're like I want to say eight by five feet and they're and they're in these like encasings like of metal and they're they're raised like not as tall as the street light but and they're on every street corner. So there's people who are waving flags off, off, um, off, off overpasses. And there's like signs everywhere. And I have been personally so incredibly just unhappy. You know, like that I'm, you know, when my son graduates in, in May, I'm, I'm moving. I'm finally getting free of this state. <laughs> this is an absolutely beautiful state. It is. I mean, you cannot top. Like, I, I've been actually been able to travel again with my job, which has been so much fun. And here's the other thing about my new job is that they have a company car. So I'm not using my own car generally to go all these places, but I've been driving over the mountain again to go and, um, to work, to like see visits to visits in other communities from where I, I live. And, and I was just, I was, 
I'm just so taken back by the beauty of this state. And I know this state pretty well, at least the county that I live in. I know it pretty well. And so, and so it is an absolutely gorgeous state. However, it is not a state that puts a lot of money in education. In fact, I had heard, and, and, I, and I say things, and this is like hearsay. So I just want to put that out there that I say things and some stuff are just impressions and some things are just hearsay. But I had heard from somebody that I actually trusted their opinion that that Arizona's budget ha- it has a high percentage in the um in the prison population. That we spend a lot of money on incarceration in this state and programs having to do with that, our court system. And I was, I was so taken back by that. So we, it seems as though we spend more money on that than we do on our education, which education has been proven to lower incarceration rates. And then there's like these people who will get on and they're like so anti, anti-education. And I sort of understand what they're talking about in a sense, but I value education. And, and I actually worked as a teacher last year and thoroughly enjoyed it, by the way. And I was teaching children how to think. I was teaching them how to think. I was teaching them to ask questions. I didn't always answer the questions. Sometimes I asked them, what do you think it is? In fact, almost always I ask them what they thought. I, I just wanted to see if anybody knew. And you know, more often than I thought they did. More often than I thought they did know. And it was a school with a different type of philosophy. And so it was like, I'm not entirely sure you're supposed to ask them as many questions as I did. And then I asked the somebody, I said, well, how am I supposed to find out if they know the material? Because I mean, they, they also don't give tests. So I'm like, how am I supposed to know? Because like a number of children just sort of sit there and nod their head. You don't know if they know or not, unless you ask. But anyway, I'm I'm kind of doing this sidetrack. So so Arizona flipped and went blue. Which is totally huge for me personally. I just and I'm not really sure what it's going to mean. I before the election, I did not have anything around me that would indicate that I would vote for Mr. Biden, but I absolutely did. And I was actually straight ticket, and I, I'm totally good with sharing that information. I was a straight ticket. I have been a straight ticket Democrat for a while. Not even that I think that the Democratic Party is what I would like it to be. <laughs> and you know, it's like, okay. So another thing that I did yesterday in an effort to like soothe myself back to me. And the company car. So I'm driving the company car, and I, 
and I'm not able to put put in my my um, streaming my music for Spotify. So I end up listening to the radio, and then I force myself to listen to a bit of Rush Limbaugh. So I'm listening to Rush Limbaugh, and I I'm absolutely and utterly astounded by what I'm hearing. And I think, I mean, Rush Limbaugh has been going on for 30 years now with his talk show. There are some people who are listening to him every day. They are listening to this person who is spewing out I I mean I was astounded. What he was saying was that Democrats hate America. And I was so taken back by that. I was so taken back by that. That is just not true. That is just false information. False. Um, he said he was talking about about energy. Um, and I'm trying to think. One of my friends was telling me yesterday that one of Trump's last things that he had said before the election was that he is going to keep America in oil which is like a really big thing cuz like if you think about it um there are a number of people who have money and oil like you look at Texas in particular Oklahoma which is a state that is like is where you know a lot of people in my family are from Oklahoma my parents grew up in Oklahoma and I used to be proud of that and now I am just I feel like Oklahoma and I'm sorry for the people who are not like this but Oklahoma is a really really backward place in my in my opinion not very progressive and very backward in their thoughts on things you know, and my mother reiterated to me that when before a lot of people in Oklahoma used to be Democrats. And I think that that Oklahoma turned on this issue of abortion. See, it was a purposeful thing. I, I had watched some kind of documentary about this. They were trying to figure out this is a loose and this is not direct quotes and I can't even tell you what documentary I was watching but I got this information that they were trying to figure out how to get people to vote and so and so they decided to and I think it was the Republican Party actually that decided to make abortion an issue It's just so weird to me. You know, this this idea of abortion and the statistics on abortion and it being that it is primarily white people 
The majority of abortions in the U.S. are from white people, white women who identify as Christian at the request of the baby's father. But anyway, <laughs> so I'm, okay, so, and then getting back to Oklahoma. Okay, so, <laughs> so back to Rush Limbaugh. So Rush Limbaugh, he starts to talk about, and I may be getting him and Dennis Prager mixed up, but they both, they both have this in common, that they make broad sweeping statements and they say them so often that they start even to believe them as a truth. And it's not the truth. You cannot say that the entire Democratic Party hates America. That is a falsehood. So, another thing that he was talking about was fracking. He was talking about fracking and and let's just go to to fracking in Oklahoma. So Oklahoma is a place that they have have done this fracking and I and I actually don't understand the science of it. I'm just going to say that at the outset. So I cannot really talk to the dangers of fracking. However, I don't believe he still is, but Trump had appointed um somebody in from Oklahoma as the as the head of the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency. He had actually enlisted this guy, this guy who I don't know if he was the attorney general or if he's a, I don't know what he was. He could have been the mayor of Oklahoma City. I don't remember. I don't even remember his name. But he was extremely upsetting to me because he, he, um, he had sued the Environmental Protection Agency over dozens of times. Okay, which kind of makes sense for Trump to dismantle these these offices. But anyway, so this guy, like they had changed somehow the laws on fracking. And in the state of Oklahoma, after they started this fracking, earthquakes went up something like, and this may be an exaggeration, 500%. A 500% increase in earthquakes in Oklahoma. And this guy, Rush Limbaugh, is talking about the wonders of fracking. And so it doesn't seem that he actually understands or knows the science of it. But he also said something else that I just, <laughs> he was talking about, oh, us not being energy, he, he was talking about us actually importing oil. 
He said, it's better for us to import oil than to actually use our own oil or like come up with some kind of, you know, way to power things without petroleum, which is, you know, (laughs) a new field and a new direction that we could actually go to. But okay, so let's, um, so getting back to, to oil. So he's talking about how it's better to import. So you got to talking about George Bush and Iraq and overthrowing Saddam Hussein and basically over the oil and how it was a good thing. It was a good thing that we went into Iraq and it's a good thing for us to have good relationships with these other countries for their oil. And I was just, I'm sitting and listening to this and I, I, I'm like, I, I just, I just don't understand it. Except if you, if you have money and oil and if you are of the age that these particular people are and you're not very progressive in your thinking and then you want to put these labels on on um words like socialism and you know and then they are passing on these isms that they are getting from Fox News, Rush Limbaugh, Dennis Prager. So they're getting this information from these people, like my generation. So I'm a generation removed from Rush Limbaugh, maybe even two. But anyway, um, and so the younger, like, children that I could have birthed, are, well, I don't believe in socialism. Okay, really? Okay, so tell me about that. Tell me, what is it about socialism that you don't believe in? Because they don't even know what socialism is, firstly. And they also don't know that that I'm not saying that people should not be able to go out and, and, and make a business. I'm not talking about communism. However... I do believe that there are some things that should not be for profit, like sick babies and people with cancer and and sick people. It should not be for profit. It sh- and there should not be these outrageous insurance premiums, and and I'm talking about um. I can't remember the name of it right now, but you have to pay like this much before they will even start paying. It's not a premium. It's a, uh, I can't think of the word right now. It escapes me, but I have a friend who hers is $10,000. So she had to go to the hospital because she had broken her wrist. She goes to the hospital. She has to pay $10,000 toward that bill before her insurance company will even start paying. 
it didn't used to be like when my dad was was on the earth it didn't used to be where where um there were these hospital bills that were just outrageous but now healthcare and the health industry is for profit and you can't go to the hospital without i mean i had to have my appendix removed and and this isn't i'm i'm talking out of both ends of my mouth actually when i say this and i shouldn't even go down this but it was around $30,000 for me to get my appendix removed in the year i think 2005 but i will tell you that when i actually did the math on it it didn't sound that outrageous with everything that they had to do to um remove my appendix <sighs> but anyway and then the second thing would be education Every single time that I drive by Grand Canyon University, I want to scream. When colleges went for profit, um, the prices skyrocketed. And it it is nothing like it used to be to get an education. It's $80,000, even at a state school, to get a bachelor's degree. And Grand Canyon University is, is getting an education on the backs of 22-year-old students who have student loan debt up to hundreds of thousands of dollars some of them to become a teacher and it will take them 10 to 15 years to pay that off if they're lucky and the likes of betsy devos who the trump administration put in as the head department of education is hip deep that's where her billions of dollars come from or at least some of it and she was instrumental in making it so that those loans never go away. So they are all in cahoots. You have these universities that are in cahoots with loan, um, loan businesses that are billionaires now. The likes of Betsy DeVos. So there are some things that it just seems to me should not be for profit. And education, I mean, I don't mind paying. I, I've paid for my education, paid for seven years of college. I paid $10,000 to go to Ottawa University to get these courses so that I could become a licensed professional counselor. I don't regret it. It was about $1,200 a class. I took I think five classes, so it was it was more than that. It was fifteen hundred a class. I ended up spending ten thousand dollars, not eighty. 
Anyway, so, and that school was not for profit. Ottawa's, it may be now, but it wasn't when I was going. And actually, that would have been in like 2009. <clears throat> but I, I'm sort of on this detour, but I just, I just wanted to, to, Basically, it's just all just a circus. It's just all a circus, and it is all a drama, and we are all being affected in our brains to these chemicals in our brains towards fight and flight, and it is, it is this thing that just steals our joy. And it just steals our joy and it just kind of makes me sad sometimes just to think the last four years and how things have been just, I mean, starting with the, with the travel ban on these random five countries and all of these Muslim people were like stuck everywhere. for our safety we're more likely to be hurt by by a white supremacist or somebody who is <laughs> you know with the right to carry a, a machine gun um somebody <laughs> in Las Vegas Sandy Hook I mean, how many terrorists, I mean, the terrorists are, are, are kind of us. I mean, not, 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 I'm not talking about me and your average, but like you look at the person who's actually indulging in that. It's not a Muslim and it's not from another country aside from 9-11, which is a whole other debacle that I have no idea what happened with that one. But I have, I, I will admit to the fact that I have had an ongoing, growing distrust in the U.S. government. Which is, which has culminated to, like, huge recently with the seeming election of Donald Trump. And so Arizona went blue. Oh, and a second thing happened. They legalized marijuana in the state of Arizona. I was so happy about that. I was like, oh my gosh. I'm so happy about that. I I am not like in fact I have to be really careful about about THC in my system. I, I've had some really bad experiences on that stuff. Um, I, I've had, I have this like issue of just losing time and conscious, like almost like consciousness, like almost like falling asleep and waking up and falling asleep and waking up. And, and so I have to be super careful, but I really, really believe that it would be better for people 
with mental health, with is, with anxiety, all kinds of things, to find the right, right strand of weed over pharmaceuticals. <laughs> I really believe that. I believe that so wholeheartedly that, and I'm so excited um, about it being legal. Um, and, and I'm not really sure what I'm going to do with that. I, um, I may start like smoking more. (laughs) I mean, I'm not saying that I like this total pothead because I really don't. And I'm more likely to like do an edible than I am to actually smoke because I'm a terrible smoker. Like I end up like coughing like crazy. And so it's actually something that's kind of wasted on me, but, um, but, uh, uh, I'm so, just so excited to go in and, and, uh, and, and be able to pick out, you know, and be able to smoke weed. I'm just like, oh my God, legally smoke weed. (laughs) it also is it has another really amazing effect and that is like helping people sleep there's like certain there are certain strands of weed that help people actually sleep and I so I I actually do do pretty regularly CBD oils and I and when I'm having trouble sleeping, I put it, I put these oils under my tongue and I swear by them. It's like, I just put it under my tongue and boom, I'm out. <laughs> and tonight is no exception. I just kept waking up and maybe by the time I'm done with this podcast, they will, I guess there's a couple of states that are not called yet. And so they actually do not know who is the president. And they may not know for a while, apparently. I don't know. (sighs) I was just thinking, like, just for myself and people like me. And I know these are not. um, Oh, I also wanted to. um, I need to look at my time because I don't know how long I'm. um, Just really quick. I wanted to share that I had gotten this um, YouTube about Trump and 5G and somehow buying 5G for a a conservative group and the affinity of people that are that talk negatively about 5G and their affinity for Trump and that Trump does not care. He, I do not see him, I do not perceive him one bit as a person who actually cares about the American people. And so he's a complete opportunist. And so he's jumped on board this 5G company. And I'm going to have to do a little more investigating as to what that's about. But... I just often wonder what people would think if they really, really, like, what would the deciding factor ever be for some people? 
if they found out that he was involved in the sex trade, sex trafficking, if they found out that he really did rape multiple people, and most especially one particular 13-year-old girl, like what would be the deciding factor that it, that he had had asked multiple women to have abortions, and I'm not saying he has. Although it is my belief that he did rape the 13-year-old and that he was involved in the sex trafficking industry. Those two are things that I believe completely. And I'm not even going to say that they are truth. I don't know. But I believe them. But if it were to come out as true, would, would, would these people not vote for him? Or would they continue? It is astounding to me. But... He has some kind of, is dipping into some kind of 5G, um, somehow connecting that with a conservative outfit of some sort. And I do wonder what he would have to do for people to stop following him that are avid Trump supporters. It just, people's loyalty to him is just so completely amazing to me. But anyway, I'm going to take some CBD oil and try to go back to bed. Thank you for listening. I'll be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.